Hey superstars, it's Nellie Thomas here, comedian, author, broadcaster and one half of the huge smash hit podcast, The Single Life of Us. Now that we've wrapped up Single Life, I'm coming to you with my new podcast, Dear Nellie, Sex, Relationships and Dating from the Other Side of 40. Each week I'm going to be joined by a very special guest co-host from my coven of friends and comedians and you can ask us anything. How do I start dating again after divorce? Should I start dating again? What's a dick pic? What the fuck is parallel parenting? When do you know it's time to leave? What does bareback mean? Anything dolls, we'll give it a go. Your questions answered by me and a special guest who's 40 plus. So many people think of middle age as something to dread. What a load of bullshit. I reckon this is when you really come into your own. So send us your questions, comments and dilemmas. Go to NellieThomas.com and follow the links. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcast. First episode's out in January 2023. See us then, icons. Can't bloody wait. You are listening to The Single Life of Us, a groundbreaking, stereotype-smashing, narrative-changing podcast about being single in your 40s and 50s. Although it turns out it's so groundbreaking, it appeals to all ages, just like Lego. And who are the hosts of this never-before-heard style of podcast, I hear you ask? Well, that would be us. Over there on the mic, we have Melbourne podcaster, author, public speaker, mother of five, old mole... Kate Mulholland. (laughs) And over here on this mic, we have Melbourne comedian, podcaster, author, entertainer and the best MC in the biz and another old mole, (laughs) Nellie Thomas. (laughs) We would like to acknowledge that we record this podcast on the traditional lands of the Wurundjeri people. We We would like to pay our respects to elders past and present and acknowledge that they are indeed the... Original storytellers in this land. for... Tens of thousands of years. And we are very honoured to be on their land today. We would also like to acknowledge (laughs) language warning. Language. Look, it is language and it's also content. Content. It's not for little ears. Not for little ears. It's 18 plus. It is 18 plus. It has the E for explicit. It really, really does. And if you are offended by swearing. Off your fuck. Recently single, back on the shelves. They're both loving themselves. Nelly and Kate gonna navigate the single life of us. Emancipated, exhilarated, free and adventurous. Nelly and Kate will investigate the single life of us. Oh, hello, Kate Mulholland. Hello, Nellie Thomas. Guess what episode this is? This is episode 18. What rhymes with 18? No, no. mate, we're grown-ups. Oh, we're, I we're, can sense. We can drink. We're allowed to drink. Oh, wow. We're well, adults. in Australia. In Australia, We're allowed, yes, to, we're yes. allowed to drink. 18. And Happy 18. In Victoria, you can get your licence and drive. In WA, you could get a year ago, but yep. sure. And in New South Wales. Oh, yeah. happy 18th. Yeah. Never thought I'd have my 18th with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking younger by the day. Thanks. thanks. What's, what's your news? What's my news? Um, I've been decluttering things. Have you? Yes. And t- dual purpose. One, I don't know exactly what I'm gonna is going to happen with my accommodation. Yes. 
And the other thing is... <laughs> that sounded very <laughs> cloak and dagger. You're not sure what's happening with your house. No, that's yes. right. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Like lots of separated people. <laughs> yeah, will I, I don't stay know. here? Can I keep it? Yeah, will yeah, I have to I... sell it? What will happen? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking there's a lot of years of a lot of people's stuff. Yeah. And so mum's been coming down and help. She loves, absolutely loves chucking shit out. That yeah, is mum's. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, so you'd yes. like it too. And my friend Rachel was like, I can come. Oh my God, so, I love a skip. <laughs> yeah, so... I've got lots of people who are happy to chuck my shit out. But um, I've also been going through things and thinking, do I love this or don't I love this? Does it spark joy? Does it spark joy and does it remind me of things that don't spark joy? Yes. But it might spark joy in my children. Yes. So I had a dinner set that I collected for a lot of years because we didn't have any money and I thought, I don't want this. Yeah. Not because I don't like it. or You know, it's just a deep emotional who knows why. Yeah. I'll ask my psychologist. And um, You know what? Sometimes do you need to know? No, I don't think so. Like we overthink shit. Yeah. If you look at that dinner set and you don't feel right, get rid of it. It's a yeah. fucking dinner set. It's a dinner set. It's not a kid. No, it's not a kid. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> some of them don't feel right either. But <laughs> So I messaged my daughters and one of them said, yes, I'd really like it. Great. So I packed it all up and gave it to her and I've just been doing things like that, which actually yeah, feel really that. cathartic. And I wasn't ready. No. 100% wasn't ready to do no. anything like that and now I feel ready. Yep. Well, and again, if we're going to be talking about the potential benefits of being single, mm. you don't have to ask anyone. No. I mean, you ask your kids or whatever oh, yes. or your ex if it's their stuff. But lots of things I don't have to ask. But you can go, do I want to keep that mug? No, no. go on. Yeah, oh, I threw out so many mismatched mugs. Yeah. Apologies to any of you listening who've bought me them. <laughs> but I just, <laughs> oh, they won't know until they, they come over. Know. Well, they won't know because I always use the same mugs. So, yeah. yeah I love just... that. I've got a friend who, you know, I am that friend who loves decluttering. Some people love clutter. Anyway, yep. she's trying to declutter. So yep. I just say to her, every time I come over, you give me 10 things. Oh, great. Could be 10 books. Yep. Could be three mugs, three plates, yep. two pictures. Yep. Like, and I just take them. Yeah. And I put them in my boot. Yeah. And when my boot's full, I go to the oh, tip. Shop, I did the it tip. yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in the tip shop, which yeah, is, yeah. Yes, you same. know, recycling. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, good, it's a good feeling. And also, before we lived in this house, which we've been here for 13 or 14 years, we moved every few years. Yeah, so, so we had the automatic declutter. declutter yeah. And now I don't. Yeah. So it's really good to do yeah. that as well. And kids are moving out and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Getting shit done. Yeah, that's big. Yeah, what about you? That's big. Well, I've been watching TV. Okay, good. I wouldn't <laughs> want anything to change. <laughs> I don't think I have anything else I can throw out. Like, unless no, I... you, but you're a little bit further down the road and you were already a declutterer. I was already... I've been a declutterer for years. Like, people find it very strange, but I'm a massive reader, but I don't keep books. Yeah. Like I when I've books too. Yeah, when I've read a book, I give it yeah. away. Unless it's... Like I've read Pride and Prejudice a lot of times, so yeah. I've got a little copy of that. Or and Harry oh, Potter. Oh, Wuthering Heights. I'm yes, not getting rid that's of. That's right. But mostly yeah. I get rid of them too. Yeah, I just don't like. I no. feel heavy when I've got stuff yeah. around. Yeah. And, and so I, I haven't had to declutter really because yeah. I just always am decluttering. Yes. Yes. Um, emotionally. Emotionally. <laughs> I declutter emotionally <laughs> with intent. Every day. <laughs> but I have been watching, which um, one of our lovely listeners said they want more recommendations of like podcasts, shows. Oh, I can give you that. We can do that. Podcasts 100%. Where you can, yeah, you're better yeah, at podcasts. I'm better yep. at TV. Yep. So I thought today we'd talk about Beauty and the Geek. Yeah, I haven't watched it. Should I watch it? Should I go on 9 now or 10 now or whatever? And I'm going to say... Maybe. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say maybe. Okay. Have you seen it at all? Yes, I know. I have seen it, the con- concept. So what do you think? Year. What's the premise? So the premise is sort of hot girls. Yep. Sort of guys that I think they've nerded them up more than they actually are, but nerdy yep. guys who need to be made to look beautiful in order for hot chicks to like them. Is that... And, and to be more... 
with it. They definitely get makeovers. Yes. Yeah. So pretty Do much. They get social skills. Yeah, so this is where I we veer into uncomfortable territory yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they, me and too. for you. Yeah. Because having neurodivergent children. Yeah. And again, I'm not going to diagnose anyone. No, 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 no. But there is no doubt that geek for some of them is shorthand for autistic. Yes. Or ADHD. Yeah, yeah. Whether diagnosed or not. No, no, that's right. And my fear is that they are. Um, yeah, trying them, to change them. They're making them mask into people they're not. Yeah, you know? okay. So that's, that's a slight... That sits at the that's side. That's a fear. Yeah, yeah. Having said that, so for overseas listeners, there's a beautiful, amazing... When I say beautiful, I mean inside and out because I just adore her. Mm. Sophie Monk is the host. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I love it. She's Couldn't the... Couldn't get her more down to earth. But she's a, such an interesting mix because she she's is. really hot. Oh, yeah. And um, would, I don't think mine's a bit of, bit of filler. Oh no, and quite open about it. Yeah, like she is. You, she looks like a middle-aged Barbie doll. Yeah, she and I does. say that it, as she, a compliment. She's beautiful. Yeah, she's amazing looking. If you looked at her, you'd go, "Okay, swimsuit model." Yes, that kind of vibe. Yes. but she's a massive bogan. Massive bogan. and really kind. <laughs> you know, so she she treats these guys and the girls with a huge amount of respect. Oh, that's always nice. But I still think for the way that it's edited to mm. me is setting us up. In many instances, to laugh at them. Yeah. It then brings it back when you kind of get a human story as well. Yeah. I'm just on the fence a little bit. Yep. The main thing that bothers me about it is the gender stuff. Right. Like, why on earth can't we have geeky girls? Yes. And hot guys. Yes. My daughter did say that. She's like, why? Why are geeks men? So I had a look at it. Yeah. They had one geek girl in 2007. Oh lordy. Some of our listeners weren't even born. <laughs> exactly. And some of those people were born. So this is my thesis. I'm going to present it to you and yes. see what you think. Right, okay. I'll, see I if think... you, I'll give you funding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my God, we haven't even thought about grant applications. No, we haven't. This is a community <laughs> service. <laughs> I, I think it, the, the way that it's set up unconsciously mm. is that these pretty hot girls with social skills and the world at their feet mm, mm are essentially, in a way, at its most extreme, set up to be carers. Oh, Lordy. For... Don't, don't. I'm, I'm triggered right now. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. Their job... Yeah. The boys are a project, all right? So the guys don't have mm-hmm. social capital, social skills. Um, they don't know how to wow. trim their beard. They don't know what to wear. They don't know what to say on a date. Ooh. And just this idea that I think the central premise is the idea that a man actually wouldn't do that for a girl. So if he came across a woman who needed some help socially or who wanted mm, to mm. improve her social skills, whatever, whatever, mm. the language is so fraught, mm. but we just don't see men mm. in that role. Mm, mm. But we're quite happy we to say to really a 20-year-old. Yes, woman. <laughs> woman, your job is to... Help this 28-year-old man. Transform, and they use this language, transform this guy. Oh, wow. From a, you know, the cocoon to the butterfly. Yeah. That really shits me. That really shits me too. And I, it's I not your job. think that a lot of women fall into that. Absolutely and they do. And I think do. our mothers did and hopefully our daughters won't, maybe, fingers crossed. Um, but I would really hate for my daughter to have to do that. This is the depressing part about it though mm. because we this are is, talking about like we are talking about my people daughter's in their age 20s people. and that dynamic still. But the, who runs TV? Middle-aged white roles. Men. Middle-aged white men, don't they? But I suppose we're watching it, so. Well, and the women are part of it too. Yeah, they are. I think. And they're, we're still very comfortable with this idea of girl pretty, mm. 
boy smart. Mm. Um, he's going to need some loving to mm. have a nice life. Mm. There's no discussion. And my daughter said this to me, my teenager. She's like, what about what they need? Yeah, that's right. Like where, where's the discussion of their needs? Oh. So that's the sort of big picture. In the sort of um, specificity of it, though, yeah. I love the girls. Yeah. And like any show like that where you go, okay, you've been stereotyped as the mm. hot, dumb girl. Of mm. course they're not. No. Most of them actually, even if they're not academically smart, they're street smart or of something. Of course. And they've had their own shit. Yes. They're like, no one's listened to me. Yeah, that's or right. Or no one's taken me seriously. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. So you kind of do, and some of them, and it's beautiful, mm. some of them will be like, this geeky boy, and I know this from so many neurodivergent boys, mm. so respectful. Yes. You know, oh, my yeah. God, he asked what I wanted to do. Yeah. And then, you know, if he wanted to, I don't know, hold my hand, he said, can I hold your hand? Yeah, and it was nice. And it was nice. Yeah, yeah. So they are actually both, the premise of the show is that they learn from each other. Yeah. And they do, mm. but there is still some underlying oh, yeah, stuff course. that I'm a bit uncomfortable yeah. with. You know I'm going to watch it, though. Of course. Of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to love it. I mean, we could have another whole podcast, all the reality TV that Nellie's watched. Absolutely. And, and we could do a deep dive. <laughs> I've written articles in The Guardian on I reality TV. I know you have. <laughs> <laughs> that should be on my tombstone. I, have not, I love reality TV. I'm more of a... Um, the Great English Bake Off. Yes. And you love and a I, food TV I get thing. so invested in the people that yeah. leave. and yes. But it's still all lies. Yeah. yeah. No, not lies, but it's, it's a all. Mix, it's isn't a, it? Yeah. But I do love, look, one year my um, two daughters said, We are going to watch a bachelorette yeah. or a bachelor. We're going to do it. And it was the year the honey badger was the guy. Oh, yeah. And he didn't bloody choose anyone. So no, I was, that was a bad so season. invested. And yeah. then I was like, I'm never watching this again. The Angie Kent season for Australian listeners, that was one of my favourites. Yeah, okay. I absolutely adore her. Yeah. One thing I will say, though, if you're dating, mm. and I know I just had a chat to one of your beautiful friends whose son, who's in his 20s, is listening. Yeah. Um, and he is listening for advice, yes. which really warmed my heart, I made know. me a little bit teary, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Um, they have great date ideas. Yeah. So one of the beautiful geeks, I don't know whether the producer told him, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But he knew that the the beauty, the girl, that she mm. loved animals. Mm. So he arranged to take her to the zoo on a date and he organised a private feeding oh, of a on. sugar glider. Oh, come on. Yeah. She was nearly in tears. She's yeah. like, no one's ever taken me on a date. This is a cheerleader. Yeah, because they just hook up. That's what she's like, no one's ever asked me mm. what I wanted to do. No one's thought what mm. would I like. No mm. one's taken, no one's mm. wooed me. Yep. And yep. he did that and she actually came out of it going, I know I need to expect this. Yes. And I thought that was lovely. Yeah, it is lovely. Okay. So you it's know, a mixed bag. It's, yeah, it's a mixed bag. But I don't mind a mixed bag. I don't mind a mixed bag. Look, yeah. I watch Top Gun. Yeah. Oh, no, I've still got to see it. <laughs> like you, if you can watch it kind of critically and kind of go, oh, this gender shit's giving me the irrits. Yeah, that's right. Like, please have some geeky girls and some, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. hot guys yeah, and yeah. let's change the narrative. Yeah. Okay. Put but that to the side. I'm still going to watch it. Let's accept it yeah. for what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I definitely, I'm in. Yeah, good. Yeah. All right. Great, great, great. All right, we've okay. got some fabulous listener calls. I sure do. We've got three today. Um, can we please start with Diane? Hey, girls. Just Hi. wanted to let you know about a new dating show I just watched. Oh. It's called The Love Experiment. Oh. It's on Template. Oh. It is really, really, really fucking good. Okay. Get onto it. <laughs> wow. And by the way, I love your show, guys. <laughs> 
oh, Diane, I haven't even heard of that. That's the kind of, I, that is the kind of, um, what's the word? Recommendation I can get around it. Really, really fucking good. Yeah. Okay, off you go. <laughs> off you fuck. It's great. Watch it. It's on Watch it. Okay, I love your show, bye. <laughs> Diane. You're a woman after my Pithy. own heart. 19 seconds. Yep. Because bless you, I love all of you, but yep. some of these speak pipes go for like Four five and minutes, minutes. Yeah. and some of your emails are like longer than a PhD thesis. I'm going to watch that, The Love Experiment. The Love Experiment. Okay. I just thought of another reality show I love, mm. Below Deck. Oh, I haven't watched that. Oh, well. It's, it's a, good? Yes, it's a dark hole once you get down there. <laughs> Is it a dating show? No, it's not, but it's just people that work on really expensive yachts and oh, then you're like. Well, you're they're th- rooting. Yeah, yeah, and it sounds ridiculous. And then at the end, they got a $20,000 tip. And then you're like, wow. Oh. Yeah, just anyway, sorry about that. But for below deck okay. people, you'll know what I mean. You Thank can't you, stop Diane. Watching. So, the Thank love you. experiment. And for other listeners, if you know, you yeah, know, tell I'll us. watch it. Yeah. If there's a good dating show, yeah. I'll watch it. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. All right, Emma. Hi, Kate and Nelly. Thank Hi. you for your podcast. I'm Hello. really enjoying it as a 51 year old single woman of the last 10 years. Awesome. Yeah. Anyway, I just want to tell you a very funny pube story <laughs> your last episode. When I was in the supermarket with my then three-year-old, oh we were in the queue. Yeah. And for some reason, out of the blue, he said to me, Oh, no. Mum, you know how women have vaginas? <laughs> how come you don't have a vagina? You've just got hair. So anyway, the entire supermarket went completely silent. And oh, the woman's going, it. beep. We'll talk about it in the car, darling. Mum, how come you haven't got a vagina? Oh my god! Oh my god! Anyway, it was one of the most mortifying moments of my life, but also incredibly funny. Yeah, it's beautiful. And the other pube story I have. Oh, she's got two. Is that I recently went for a pap smear, and I have a pretty long-standing GP that's a lesbian, pretty. Open and out there. Yep. Anyway, as I'm in the position for the pap smear, <laughs> she says, Oh, wow, you've got pubes. I haven't seen those for years. Oh, oh you, I nearly died. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, they're my two pube stories. Wow. Oh. Thanks for the podcast. Um, wow. My two comments are that I think there's a lot of women who have issues where they don't get along with their exes. Yes, I know. Changing over the kids to the ex and letting yes, the kids yes, go to the ex I is know. really yeah, you're horrible. Right. Yes, you're right. Mm. And um, for me, I think I haven't dated at all in the last 10 years, mm. but I'm just starting to think about it mm. because I want some companionship as yeah. my kids move on in life and yeah. I don't want to be a burden to them. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, thanks very much for your funny podcast. No oh, worries. Thank you, Emma. And look, from one pube owner to another. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine them saying, oh, you've got pubes. You'd be like, oh, I would have got rid of them if I'd known that that was a thing. She was probably proud it. of that, but she shouldn't have said it. She should not have said no, that. You don't I talk don't about think that's pubes. appropriate no. at all. I don't think that's such a vulnerable position to be with your it, bloody the most out vulnerable position with someone going to stick a speculum yeah. in your nether regions. Yeah, and then you don't comment. You don't comment either way. Like no. you don't go, oh, you got a tidy snatch. <laughs> that's right. Or you, you had this laser oh, door. Like no, no, no. I don't want a single. No, I don't comment. want a word. I actually think that's really inappropriate. Yes. I don't like it. She must think that she's entirely comfortable with you and yeah. Yeah, maybe she's pro-pube. But Either anyway, way, it doesn't it's, matter. It's very weird. I don't want someone commenting on my body. Yeah. I don't, even if it's a positive, like in a medical setting. No, 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 no. Even if it's no. a positive. No, me either. Like imagine if you're a doctor, like I've had the same doctor for more than 20 years. He's yeah, amazing. Same. But he has never, through all of my ups and downs of weight or, mm, mm. you know, hair changes mm, or stretch, mm, mind, mm. he's never once made oh, a comment. And no. if he did, I'd be ropeable yeah. and mortified. Because it's 
Yeah, they know a lot about you. Oh, my God. I remember during lockdown, um, Mandy from the two Ps and I got a book deal and I couldn't tell anyone how much it was. So I had a doctor's appointment. I was like, right, guess what? (laughs) Because he can't tell anyone. He's like, tell me because I'm actually interested in this. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. like a lawyer. Yeah, that's right. So they know a lot about us. Yeah, but no, if this medic, I mean, I don't think most medical professionals would need to be told, but do not comment on someone's pubes. Don't don't pube chat, even if you're dating someone. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But certainly in a – anyway. Anyway. Um, and as for handing the kids over, I think that's yeah, 100% I know you're, true. You're really right. And I think Nellie and I decided to not have that sort of podcast mm. because we want to say that there are good stories. But 100% we fucking know. Yeah. We know. And it's not always easy for us. Okay. No. I've had tricky – Yeah. someone hasn't turned up on time, someone hasn't brought a present. We've had tricky yeah. things as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I do completely understand that. But I haven't had – Waiting in a car park and no one's turned up, or you or know, the I hand have over at McDonald's. Yeah, I or, haven't had yeah. that, but yeah. feel free to send us your messages absolutely. and let us know what it's like. Our experience is absolutely not universal. No, it's not. Now our next listener call. Um, this one's really funny. Okay. Um, so our next call is actually from a doctor. Oh, yeah. Hey, Kate and Nellie and listeners of The Single Life of Us. Hello. There is a doctor in the house. Name to be decided, but I think Dr. Mole is a contender. (laughs) (laughs) I grew up in the era of Dolly Doctor and I've always been grateful for the advice she gave our generation. Me too. But I think it's mostly missing these days, especially for a mature woman stepping back into the world of dating for a second bite at the cherry spoke, so to speak. Yep. Maybe you put a condom on a banana at school. Yes. Or maybe you had to talk about tampons when yes. the boys were chuffed off to some other place to talk about some other thing. Yeah. Mm. But back then sex ed was minimal and heteronormative. Mm. Yeah. I'm a single mum, 40-something GP with qualifications in women's health and love nothing more than giving women the information they need to bravely and safely step into the dating world for the first time in years mm. and feel empowered in a way they may never have felt before. Lots has changed in the world of dating and sex since we were last doing it. Really has. Mostly this is a good thing for women Mm. once you're armed with some knowledge, which of course is power. Yeah, it's a little hidden. The bad news is there's a lot of STIs out there and they're on the rise, Mm. in particular for our demographic. We're not as empowered as Mm. our collagen-blessed young friends and we don't necessarily ask for what we want, including condoms, Mm. or more importantly, what we don't want. The conversation around consent Consent. wasn't as robust in the 80s and 90s as it it is today. I had no consent. The good news is STIs are treatable and regular testing whenever you've had unprotected sex with a new partner will help you get on top of it early. We said that in the last episode. So what does having an STI mean about you? That you've had sex. Nothing. That's right. Exactly. End of story. Yeah. Yeah. STIs are common and simply an indicator of sexual activity. That's Mm. true. Never feel worried about heading to your GP or local sexual health clinic for a checkup. We'll be there with our metaphorical pom-poms to cheer you on, both for getting the test and for getting out there and living your life. Also, little note from a doctor, I've seen a lot of vulvas of all shapes yeah, and sizes seen a with lot everything of from thick, beautiful rainforest to tunnel view <laughs> So you don't need any special preparation for a trip oh, to the doctor. Thank you. And something I really do want you to know is that you never need to apologise for what's in your knickers. Oh, so which yeah. STIs are out there at the moment? Well, here they come round yeah, the corner. Chlamydia is leading the field by a country mile. As it has been for a long time. Would you look at that? Half the women don't even notice when chlamydia is there. Gonorrhea is gaining pace coming around the bend and the rest of you syphilis in the back is making an unexpected comeback, so don't forget the blood test. And herpes. Well, herpes is always hanging around. Yeah. Did you know that you can make a dental dam by cutting the rubber ring off a condom and opening it up? 
But don't use one with spermicide. It doesn't taste too good. Uh, oh, God. Did you know that if you're nearing menopause or you've gone through it and sex is painful, yes. there's possibly an easy fix with some vaginal estrogen cream. Just go yeah, and have a chat to your doctor did. about it. Yes, yes this is winning. Did you know, know that you can get STIs from sharing sex to- toys? So you can oh, reduce the risk by using condoms for each person oh. and changing them between, remembering to wash your hands when you remove the condom, Ooh, or you can just have your, your own toys. Yes, yeah. have your own. Gone are the days of expecting a bloke to provide a condom. Who knows how long that thing's been in his oh, wallet. True. Oh, true. Take no, charge take and own. have your own. Yeah. Don't think things will happen on this date. Be ready anyway. Yeah, exactly. These things happen yes. when you least expect it. I think that's the biggest yeah, truth. That is. I would love to yeah. answer any questions you might have about all things sex and dating involvers. I will always <laughs> encourage you to see your own doctor for individual advice and treatment. Oh, great. If Look, send the questions in. Yeah, absolutely. Happy to put them to her. And as we have said in a previous episode, we are going to get, uh, we're going to do a bonus episode that's dedicated yes, just are. to safe sex, yep. including emotional safe sex, mm. consent. The only thing that, I mean, it's not necessarily a disagreement. Mm. It's just a slight caveat, I reckon. Unfortunately, not all GPs are good with this stuff. No, you've like, got it. I know friends and I know yes. from having worked in that area that they have actually faced judgment. I think it's rare. Right. Yeah, it's I have very haven't, rare. But, you know, that doesn't mean it's not there. And I must admit, as a very young woman, I was doing nursing when I got pregnant with my first son and I went to my GP. I'd never met him. Mm. And I said, I need to ask you a few questions. And I was only 20 and I interviewed him. Mm. And then when I went to my obstetrician, I said, right, these are the, I want all these answers and you're not looking mm. at me until, which I know makes me sound like I was much more assertive than I was, but mm. I just knew after doing nursing with my body, I needed a doctor that was going to respect it. Yeah. And so at the end of my first obstetrician appointment, he said, well, did I pass? Can I have a look? Mm. And I said, yeah, you did. Yeah. And he said, no one's ever done that before. Yeah, oh, so we're not. We are not trained to do we that. We are not, but you need to. Yeah, I think you need to, and I think I'm just trying to acknowledge the reality. Doctors are humans. Of some course. of them are amazing, and some of them are not. No, that's right. And some of or them are amazing do, at some things. At some things, some of them will say things, even if they don't think it's mm. inappropriate, that mm. have made you feel uncomfortable. Oh, of course, and we're all we all do it. So yeah, find another one. Find another one, and I think again, as we've said in a previous episode. Sexual health clinics or doctors that specialise in sexual health. Yeah. And that's where my girls go. Easy. You know, that that next generation, that's where they go for that. They go to the GP for, I've got tonsillitis. Yeah. But sexual health or reproductive health, they go somewhere for that. So I think, yay. I mean, I go to my GP because he's amazing. Yeah, so do I. You know, but if you don't have that, not everyone has a regular GP or they might have had even that comment, the the speak pipe we heard yes. before. Oh, you've got I wouldn't pubes. go back to a GP nope. who said that. Nope. I'm sorry. Me either. I wouldn't. No. Nah. So. But I think the main point of our lovely doctor yes. is, you know, test and treat. Test, test and, and treat. treat. And it's not a moral thing. And I really liked that. Oh, everybody has, every, it just means you've had sex. I'd exactly. never thought about that. Okay. That's right. That's literally all it means. Yeah. And a lot of us, me included, were brought up in a very conservative yeah. Christian home. So what it means is, even though I don't believe this, I've got something playing in the back of my head. You did the wrong thing. Oh, 100%. And so you've got this. So thank you for saying that. I think that could go on the fridge. Oh, even more extreme, only dirty girls. Only dirty girls, yeah. Get gonorrhea. Yeah, that's right. No, no. A girl who's had sex once without protection yes, gets gon- right. can get gonorrhea. Yeah, that's right. You know, so it's the test and treat, test and treat. Yeah, great. You're the professional. Great advice. If that professional isn't right for you, find another one. Mm-hmm. Like a psychologist. Yeah, I that's guess. right. Yeah. 
Yes, meme. What do you got? All right, I think this is an awesome meme yep. and um, someone tagged me in this on the Mighty Facebook. Yeah. And I think it really applies to me and this podcast. It says, apparently I'm good at giving relationship advice. Ironically, I'm single. <laughs> Well, the most forthright and best parenting advice comes from people always, with kids, right? Always. <laughs> <laughs> what did someone say to me the other day? You could probably pull back from doing that. I was like, could I? Pull or, back from what? Or something with the kids. Oh, Like it was just gosh. some person at the shops. You'd probably oh pull back gosh. from doing that. And I was like, okay, yeah. all right. Do you want me to buy all the lolly aisle? Oh, I'm yeah. not pulling back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, my God. The amount of parenting advice oh, that I've had from unsolicited people. Or people that. with kids that are really different to yours. Or people with children that are older. And I get that because yeah. I have older children. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you forget toddlers are yeah, nightmares. That's and yours right. were too. You've just that's blocked right. it out. It's nature's And guess way. what, you know, Auntie Felicia, mm. if you had kids now, you'd let them on the iPad too. Oh, you sure would. You used to let us, <laughs> my mum used to let us play in the mud with all the kitchen utensils. Yeah. You know, I don't let my kids do that. <laughs> Oh, I would. Yeah, I probably would. Anything we used to, to get swing them out of the, the house. Quarry. <laughs> we used to swing. Seriously. We had a hills hoist in Sydney that yeah. went out over a cliff. Yeah. And mum let us swing around. Yeah. We would have died. Yeah. And there were funnel webs, yeah. nests underneath. Okay, yeah. off you go, but yeah. don't give them the eye. No, that's right. The worst thing they can do is watch a TV show. <laughs> I know, I know. Jesus. No, yeah, I love anyway. that. I love yep. that you give advice on online dating and you've literally never even never. been on there. Never. Never even seen an app. <laughs> don't even know what it looks like. So I think that's, thank you for tagging me because Guess it was what? the perfect people moment. People are loving it. Yeah, people are loving it. So, so yeah, you know, it must full, be good. More fool you. More fool you. <laughs> um, I've got two. One, yep. One's a bit more serious. I'll start with that yep. one. Emotional maturity. This is from Mastering the Law of Attraction, Ooh. which is, I is think I follow or? it on Instagram. It's an at, so it must be Instagram or Facebook, one of yeah, them. Yeah. Emotional maturity is realizing that silence is better than arguing. Ooh. What do you think of that? Well, I'm split because I think at the end of my relationship, I would say the last five years, I didn't argue anymore. Yeah. That's actually when you know you're done. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So I don't know whether it was emotional maturity mm. or emotional what's it called when you pull back detachment yeah emotional detachment mm. but I also think even with my kids sometimes mm. I can just go okay you can win this argument because yeah. it doesn't really matter sometimes does less it? is more yeah, yeah yeah so I'm torn as well because I think squashing down emotions and avoiding arguments mm. is really toxic mm-hmm. and that can in all sorts of friendships relationships yep. family stuff yep that just leads to disaster it does but I think what the meme is talking about is when you're in that place and again it's such a 40 plus thing I reckon mm, mm. where you don't have to have everyone agree with you yeah where you beautiful. can go okay you don't get it no that's okay yeah that's okay you know yeah <laughs> like, it's it's I think one of the greatest things is not caring if people vote yeah. differently to me I mean I judge you when you're not here but you know yeah <laughs> No, I can still be really good friends. With yeah, people. you don't like have, it. and for them, okay, if you've got a wrong version of me, or, yes, or that's right. You, you know, there's an argument about something trivial or whatever, mm. just letting it go. Yeah, and just or recognizing. Let's say someone's really entrenched. I mean, the most obvious thing in the last couple of years would be on vaccination. Yes, yes. Like, how often? Are, like, how much energy are you going to expend? Yeah, that's right. Trying to convince someone who's entrenched in a different position yeah, than you. No point. You know? Yeah. So there's some truth in it. Yeah. But I also think you're right. There's, you know, a lot of people write to us going, how do you know it's yeah. done? I, in a way, if you've stopped arguing. Yeah. I, I think that was a really big sign for me when I yeah. went, oh, I don't, I don't care. And I, I genuinely don't, don't care, care because yeah. I 
I do care. Yeah. I'm, I'll fight. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was brought up in the Yarra Valley. I'll take you down. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's right. If you're quiet. Yeah. Something you've given up. I, I had given up. Yeah. I was like, eh, fine. Yeah. So that's worth Interesting. For me. Lots yeah. of different perspectives. Yeah. Yeah. So my kind of lighter, funnier one, and I can't attribute this. It just came up on my Facebook. Mm. Side note, I heard someone on another podcast the other day go, no one's on Facebook anymore, are they? <laughs> yeah, all the people over 40. That's, okay. <laughs> That's where no, we I hang are. out. That's where we hang out. <laughs> um, it just said, I heard you're a player. Nice to meet you. I'm the coach. <laughs> <laughs> See this shirt? It's made of boyfriend material. <laughs> so what's a player? This could be in WTAF. Yeah. Oh, well, players aren't nice, are they? They're like... I think it's meant to be a negative. I yeah. think it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you're a player, I mean, excuse the phrase, but you're not like a fuckboy. Like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you're rooting around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you, I think it's implied more than that, though. You're dishonestly yes. doing yes, it. Yes, I think so too. Because if you're playing with people. Yes. Which really, it should just be I'm a player. I, I play wing attack. Or yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Hi, I'm the coach. I can help you with that. <laughs> but I think this is someone this going, is taking I down see exactly what, what you're you doing. Are. Yeah. You know, so your nice little compliment yeah, followed yeah. by. Uh, I took a call, but you don't know who it's from or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. can see the signs. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Yep. I'm the coach. Yep. Yeah, that's right. I am number one. So yeah, that's you can right. play wherever you want. <laughs> and one of the joys, I think, hopefully, of being, if you're in the dating pool at our age or older, you do have more life experience and yeah. perhaps you pick up on that. You know, yeah, I would have yeah. been much more easily deceived. Oh, I think players in my are 20s. fun and attractive. I think we yeah. sadly get drawn to them. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're usually charismatic. They are, yeah. Yeah. Maybe we're Mind players. you, I do think that's a very <laughs> no, different thing. <laughs> it's a very different thing if they're open about it. Yeah, oh, if yeah. If they go, I'm looking for a casual yeah, thing yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you say yes or no. They're not players then, But are they? player is yeah. deceptively rooting mm. around. Yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so too. Bright and shiny. What have you learned to do? I have learned to do this week um, a few things mm-hmm. this week, but the biggest thing that I learned to do was without even thinking about it, I went to the GP. Listen to what I did. I got some skin tags burnt off. Did you? Yeah. You know how we hate oh, our the skin tags? Thing. Yeah. Fro- quite, froze off. You know, frozen there's a off. fine line between pleasure and pain. I quite yeah. like it. <laughs> did you? I'm like, this is horrible. Keep going. Oh. I think it's because I want them gone. Right. And then I said to her, Do you love doing this? And she's like, Yeah. I was like, I would love to do this. It'd be like getting splinters out or. Dare I ask what region? Oh, my neck. On your neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, now they're nice and black and they look oh. really good now. And I said, Oh, how long? She goes, three weeks. I'm like, three weeks? I don't know. She goes, it's scarf weather. I thought, well, that is true. Three weeks for them to drop off. Three weeks. So they're basically frozen iced off. Yeah. And then you don't get your necklace caught on them. No, because I was getting my necklace caught on them. Hey, I'm attractive, aren't I? Hello. Put that (laughs) on your profile. Slide into my DMs. I've changed my Facebook status. My necklace doesn't get stuck on my everyone skin tags. Everyone has skin tags though, don't they? Yeah, she said everyone gets them yeah. over time. So I just obviously had let them go. Yeah. And now I'm running a crop. Mean, I had a crop. <laughs> <laughs> I bought one of those freezing kits off Amazon. No, nah, she said it doesn't work. Well, I've never even she said it's not cold opened enough. the, the not, box. It needs to be colder. And then the greatest thing is because they're like, I'll show you, like you can yeah, see yeah, that they're. Yeah. So people are telling me their skin tag stories now. Ah. Oh, I've got a big one under my arm. I've yes, got, I'm I like, have. Yeah, got a big so one under my arm. There you go. Yeah, yeah, I'm learning all about skin tags. When you just showed me them, obviously mm. you can't see this, mm. the listeners, but they just look like little freckles to me. Well, because you haven't got your glasses on. Oh, that's true. 
The okay. twins didn't think they looked like little freckles. But in three weeks, you'll be sweet <laughs> as a baby's bum. Yeah, nah, that neck has got its little bit of a really attractive um, turkey. So you <laughs> actually neck. have to go to the doctor. You have to go to the doctor. Oh, another appointment. Yeah, I have to have my shirt off. Oh, sit God. there in my bra going, oh, that's right, I've got quite the muffin top. I don't care, but yeah. you know when you're sitting yeah, there vulnerable yeah, yeah. chatting? Yeah. So, yeah. Or I someone's went, burning your flesh yeah. off. <laughs> yeah. We had good wow. chats, though. Like a barbecue. It takes quite a while. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> so you put it in like a little polystyrene cup and then it's got like a metal, like made the little metal oh thing. Oh, my really God. Cold. I thought you meant she put the Not skin, the skin tag in a little cup. And I was if just they were that vomited. long, then I really should have done something about <laughs> oh them. Oh, my God. No, no, no. Sorry. The okay. freezing off thing. So that's your bright and shiny. That's my bright and that's shiny. Disgusting. because disgusting. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, I've still got a cold and I can't do my precious pup laugh. Sorry, sorry. Oh, my God, that's funny. Well, I'm stealing someone else's mm-hmm. bright and shiny mm-hmm. because we got an update from one of yeah, my yeah, favourite yeah. listeners yeah. who was the sex toy. With the auntie with coming the auntie over, who which was is coming three or four episodes back. If you haven't yeah. heard it, go back and listen. So she'd brought, she bought a sex toy online, first one ever, I think, in her yes. 40s. It was getting delivered. And her great aunt. Her ex-husband's ex, great her, aunt. I think her um, husband had passed away. That's right, And sorry. she's still... Obviously, yes. involved in his family, yes. and the aunt was visiting, and she, she thought was going to get her first sex toy. And would yep. you like to read sure the first things. paragraph? Dear Nellie and Kate, apologies for the delay in updating you. <laughs> Lady Covida came to visit, oh, and sorry. that bish was evil. But in summary, delivery uneventful. Very happy with purchase. Definitely recommend anyone who's a bit shy about the self pleasure department giving online shopping a try because we bloody deserve it. Yeah. Have also had some huge milestones. <laughs> Started a floristry course. Mm-hmm. Booked myself a trip to Victoria to visit a dear friend, mm-hmm. during which this brave bitch is staying in Melbourne alone awesome. for two nights and also going to see Hamilton by myself. Oh, you'll love it. Bloody immense. Go me. Yes. Thank you so much for making my week every week and for the bonus ep already. You two don't fuck around, do you? <laughs> no. <laughs> From Sonia, you're friendly and definitely not unhinged, fabulously single, not saying widow anymore, implies yeah. a black veil and some sensible mm. shoes, 50-year-old from Perth. Bloody oh, hell, yeah, that's, that's a great, great signature. signature. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Look, thank I think you, she's – Thank you, Sonia. And I think there's a couple of things in there. One is, as she said, and we've talked about this, when we were young, the idea of buying a sex toy mm-hmm. was – either taboo or very rare Mm-mm. it's much more common now mm. but you still might not be feel comfortable to go into a sex shop mm. guess what there's it the internet the internet you can you can order yourself i don't know a new pair of jeans sex toy yeah and coles online yeah all Jar in of one day. yep whatever, <laughs> whatever you you're want. into <laughs> <laughs> i know i was listening to uh, a podcast with the divine mia friedman and she said I don't hide mine anymore. I leave it in my wardrobe, but yeah. if the children walk through, they can see it because she said, I'm not ashamed. Yeah, yeah. And she said, I'm, I don't want my kids to be ashamed. And she said, people find it really confronting. Yeah. But she's, I think her baby's 16 or something. So she's well, like. she hasn't left it on the bar. No, 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 no. Like no. it's in her own wardrobe. Yeah, it's in her own wardrobe. Yeah. But I was like, good on you. Yeah. And yeah. you can explain what it is if it's yeah. age appropriate. And I also love, is it um, Sonia? Yeah. Is also the the um, milestones starting a floristry course. I would course. love to start a floristry so course. So would I. That made yeah. me go, oh, I want to do a course. Mm. My cousin's a florist and she's like, if one more middle-aged woman yes, says to me. Yes, I bet. So listen, I used to be an interior stylist. Yeah. I got it every single yeah, day too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not good at flower arranging, but that's why I'd like to do it because mm. I'd like to 
like challenge myself with things that don't mm. come naturally. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I would like to do yeah, it yeah. and maybe another cooking course. Mm. Um, and she's visited somewhere alone yes. and gone to see a musical alone and I bet she had a bloody great I time. I bet you did. did Once you... you do it a couple of times, it's normal. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Love awesome, it. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Swipe right. Our dating segment. Mm-hmm. Um, this is quite a lot of information. I don't think we have to go through all of it, but yeah. I thought I saw this on, um, I think it was Instagram. Loving me after we. Loving me after we. I like that. Yeah. So yeah. it's literally dating advice and information for people in our position. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she talks about practicing healthy detachment yeah, which when is, dating someone. So just from the title, do yeah. what do you think it's going to be about before we get into the minutiae? Yeah, well, I'm interested. I'm, I'm assuming that she's going to say these are maybe the traps you fell in last time, yeah. maybe, some yeah. of them. And if you recognise what they are, you can think about why you're doing it again and if you yep. should do it again. And is that what she does? I think so. But she's also very specifically talking about, I think, if you have felt lonely... Right. Or you haven't dated for a long time, yeah. then you can be vulnerable to romanticizing ah. anyone who comes across your path. Yes. Right? So I think she's going, don't sit on that date and go, oh my God, you're my next husband. Ah, uh, ah, uh, yeah. You know, in the first five minutes. Um, another thing to say is that some people who are newly single have actually been single for five or six years. Oh, absolutely. So yeah, you're just I mean, as vulnerable. But you might be even more vulnerable. Because yeah, you maybe. might have been lonelier. Yes, that's right. For a longer period of yeah, time. Yeah. And so if someone, and we've talked about this before, mm. <laughs> I mean, that beautiful caller who said, I went on a date with a guy and he filled up the car with petrol and, and I started I crying. Yep. I you know, know, what if he brought you flowers? Yep. Send us some more low bars. We some want more, <laughs> Some more low bars. Unhealthy detachment would is that being an asshole. Yeah. Like you don't want someone who, you don't want to be completely, I don't care at all, mm-hmm. you know, and I'll treat mm. you however I want. But mm. she's talking about healthy detachment. So, why don't we read a few each? I'll mm-hmm. start with the first one. Mm-hmm. Avoid romanticizing, fantasizing, future pacing, <laughs> and efforts to fast forward the relationship. In other words, I think be conscious. Mm. Let's say you've got a really good rapport with someone. It's really natural to then go, oh, in five years, we'll have a warehouse apartment <laughs> and a cavoodle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And you know what? When you've, I mean, I've obviously done that in the past. Yeah. And the power of now. So, you know, yes, I know, Urquhart, yeah, yeah. but it's actually really good yeah. to just sit in the now and just to catch it, just and to I, catch yourself thinking. I did that with my older children. Yeah. I, oh, they'll be at kinder soon. Oh, they'll be at school. And then yeah. with the little ones, I just sat with it and yes. I enjoyed them much more. So not fast forwarding no. and you're actually creating a narrative that might not even be true. Remember when yes. we had Catherine Marnie on our yeah. special episode, the yeah. wonderful author, and she talked about meeting some guy and she's like, oh, of course, it was, you know, it was very early days, wasn't anything. Then I started thinking about how I'd moved to the US. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's natural. It is natural. But, but if you know you're it. doing it, yeah. Just catch it. Yeah. All right, what's the next one? Okay. Connect with your own emotional needs in a relationship by writing them down in a journal and detailing what they are and what they mean to you. Then feel into what that would be like in a relationship. Also, be realistic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, there's something, I don't journal. I do. Yeah, you do journal. Big journaler, yep. There's something about writing something down that does make it more concrete. Absolutely. And then when you read it back, you're like, wow, that was stupid. 
I was arrogant or, yeah, yeah that right. really matters to me. Like yeah. you can actually, because sometimes yeah. I'll journal in the moment of, you know, a crisis or, rah, yeah. and then you go, no, some of that was real and some of it wasn't. And it's really handy to take or to hormonal. therapy. Or definitely hormonal. Or anything, yeah. You know, or you just had a fight with someone. There's or someone definitely, that you do, yeah. I know a lot of our listeners are through menopause or going to menopause, yeah. but my good friend Mandy always says, and I, I'm still able to do this, if you've got a big decision, bleed on it. Like do yeah, the whole yeah, month. yeah. And yeah. feel the full gamut. Of, even 48 hours. Yeah. Even I think we mentioned, didn't we, in a previous yeah. episode? Like, yeah. Just think about it. I was thinking like if I had to sit down and write what would I like in a relationship, mm. imagine writing something, for example, I want someone to make me happy. I would catch that immediately if I was writing it down and yeah, go, someone does doesn't make you happy. No, you've got to make yourself happy. Yeah. yeah. You want someone to support your happiness. Yeah. But it might be things like that. I think she's saying if you write it down in a conscious, mm. determined way, you're more likely to catch it if it's unrealistic. Yeah. No one's going to fulfill all your needs, So what for would example. be? Tell me two things or three things. That, that I would want. You'd want. Um, I would want someone who is, um, is stable the right word. I don't yeah, respond no, well to emotionally volatile people. Right, yeah, yeah. You know, I feel, I, I think, I mean, God, I hate when middle-aged women say this, but I really am an empath. <laughs> you know, you are. I actually am. Yeah, yeah, you like, are. I, know, I don't think I am. You are. I feel like that yep. makes me a dickhead saying no, that. No, 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 no. Safe space. But I really am. Yeah, so you are. So if, if I'm around emotionally much. volatile people, it's too much yeah, for me. you can't deal. So yeah. I do, there's a fine line. You don't want someone who's so calm that they're not interesting, mm, mm. you know, but I yeah, can't yeah. be around someone who's like up and yeah. down and yeah. all over the place. Yeah. Well, that's so that knowing. would be one. Yeah. You and it doesn't mean they're bad people. No, 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 just not for you all the time. But it's not for me, mm. you know, in mm. a sustained way. Mm. I mean, I just want someone kind. Absolutely. Yeah. Just be kind to me. I don't like, especially having been in comedy for so long, I don't like sarcasm. Yeah. I don't like jokes that aren't jokes. No. Nah, you know, I really, are you joking? Someone being mean. Are you not joking? Yeah. Don't tell me you're joking when you were just mean. Yeah, that's right. Or you're trying to have a, com- have a fucking conversation. Yeah. You know, so there's a few, it's probably for me, it's more deal breakers yeah, than okay. what I'm looking for. Right. So you, you know what you don't want. I think so. Right. What about you? Well, I would like someone who, and this may be, this may be a unicorn, I don't know, but like can see that something needs doing, do the thing and then not talk to me about the fact that they saw it and did it. Oh, that's very easy. That's someone who takes initiative. Yeah. Well, that's what when I'd I like. When I say it's okay. easy, oh, it's rare. <laughs> But what you're saying is you want someone who just yeah. takes care of Come business. Come on. Yeah. yeah. You saw something. Yeah. You did it. And then we just went on with our day. Yeah. And then 100%, I just want someone who wants to walk around every gallery in Victoria with yes. me. Yes. I love going you to love a gallery. You love a wander. I love a wander. Yeah. So that's You what and I, I are very different in that respect. I mean, yeah. I love walking, mm. but I want to know where I'm going. Nah, I love a wander. Yeah. I don't want to know where I'm going. When I travel, for example, mm. like my lovely ex, he would just want to go... Let's just walk around oh, Rome. I'll I'm go like, with him. I want to know where we're going. <laughs> I want to know what time we'll be back, what time we're having dinner. Like, And, again, neither's wrong. No, it's not. All right. Yeah. But you want to be compatible or be yes, able to compromise. and that's what I – yes. And my ex, um, I – you know, because we had five children and often friends would come, so I have a spreadsheet when we go on holidays, yeah. literally down to the yeah, hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but so then he wouldn't do. look at it and would ask me, what are we doing? Oh, no. What are we doing? I'm like, I've printed it out. I've printed it out. I'd oh. give everyone a copy. Like I was so over the top about it. Yeah. So I think maybe my flip side is I just want to be able to yeah. not have that. Well, and can I say, I don't know if I need to defend myself, but before no, I had kids, I was a wanderer. Yeah, since mine are getting a little bit older. Yeah. Yeah. It's more. Oh, if I had the boys, there's no wandering. Circumstance yeah. 
has made me more rigid, actually. Oh, absolutely. Um, but that's the only way it works. It is the only way it when works. When you've got lots oh. of shit going on. Look, and I love the NGV and I take the twins in often. They're 16. That's the National we, Gallery of Yes, Victoria. sorry, the National yep. But we go to an exhibition. Yep. We look at the exhibition. Yeah, and then we, we leave. Exactly. We do not wander. Yeah, I took the little one to the zoo the other day before mm. we got there. What mm. are the three animals we're seeing? Oh, yeah. You we're know, do what the are we having for we're lunch? Do the what elephant, and then it? we're leaving. That's yep. how she rolls. Yeah, good. And I've kind of adapted yes, to that, I, I think. Yes, I 100% see what yeah. you're saying. Yep. Yeah. Okay, sorry, back to yes. message attachment. Um, we'll go a bit more quickly through mm-hmm. these. One of them, do I actually like them versus focusing on um, performing so they'll like you? Ooh. So are you actually wanting their validation? Yeah, no, that's... Yeah. Or are you going... I actually do like you. Yeah. That's a really important thing to think yeah. about, I think, because it's yeah. nice having attention. Yeah, that's right. But that's a different thing to sitting there going, do I want to hang out with you? Yeah. Maybe I'd just like that you like me. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah that's right. Yeah. That's no. not a good reason. No, that's not it's a good not a good reason. starting premise for a relationship. No, no, no. Next one. Be your lovely, attractive self and get out of your head and stay in your body. Yeah. This is how you connect with your intuition. intuition. Mm. So going back to that list, mm. I'm not a journaler. Mm. But I've learned from doing this podcast and from our mm. memes and callers mm. to kind of go, how do I feel? Mm. Not how do I think because I'm an no. overthinker. Yeah, yeah. How do I feel around that person? Yeah. Do I feel calm? Yeah. If I don't, yeah. that's that's not good for me. No, nah, no. Nah. That's true. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that's what she's saying. Get in yeah. your body. And some people want to feel excited yeah. and let's go, I don't know, climb a mountain or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Adrenaline rush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't. No, no. 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 I don't know if I ever did. Can you have adrenaline rushes on the couch or? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it's that good, the dry hump is. I reckon you probably could. I mean, butterflies is adrenaline rush, isn't it? I suppose it is. It would all be coming from the same area of hormones, wouldn't I it? I don't mind some butterflies, but I don't want to be so overwhelmed. No, no, no. That I can't. No. Function. We have to function. We've got children. Speaking of, remind yourself of your boundaries and standards, especially when you're tempted mm. to abandon them. I mean, yeah. that's our red flag discussion, that's right. isn't it? Yep. Got to you stay know? with who you are. Stay with it. Yep. Yep. Uh, practice self-soothing as your anxiety increases around do they like me and or how can I get them to like me more? Yep. I, I don't ever want to ask how can I make this person no. like me more. How do I, I would no. I have to walk away from that. I don't – I actually don't think I've got anything in the tank for that. No. I think it's really nice to think, um, you know, wooing's two-way street. Yes. What would they like? Would I take them to see the meerkats because they said they love meerkats? Yes. Okay, that's lovely. Yes. But not, would you like me more if I was quieter? Yes. Or I hate meerkats. Yeah. I'm actually scared of them or they freak me out. But I'll go. Yeah. And I'll let you think that I'm You know what that that is for me? What? Hot air balloons. Oh, I'm not going in one of them either. Never. Never, never, never. Never. And then one of my friend went recently and when it landed, it crashed on the side. And she, oh, I was like, well, that's it. You've absolutely, I am never doing that. I'm not getting up at four in the morning for a view. Oh, I was about the being in the. <laughs> I will get up at four in the morning for a view. I've gone and oh. seen sunrises on mountains. Do you know when people say, you know, like on The Bachelorette or things like that, yeah. their best date ever will be hot air balloon. I just think too mm. early. And there's so many people in there as well. It's not just the two of you. And it makes that big, loud noise all the time. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, don't abandon yourself. No. Um, (laughs) If you go in a hot air balloon, I'm calling you on it. Yes. I'm not. No, I'm not doing it. Okay. Resist. (laughs) I'm I'm not not doing doing it. (laughs) Someone's going to send me a bloody voucher. They are. Red balloon. All right, last two. Resist the urge to internalise and analyse every response as your brain will create stories. We talk about this. Yeah. To back you into old emotional Mm. patterns. 
I think this is absolutely critical. Mm. When you're dating, and that's what she's talking about with the future thinking. Mm. If you, let's say you have a fear of abandonment, yep. which heaps of people who've written to us talk about. Yeah, I think I do. Then you could sit on a date uh. and start going, you didn't text me back oh, yeah, within yes. half a day. Right, yeah. You've abandoned me. Yeah, and they're no, just like, they're oh, I was just meeting. at work. Yeah. You yeah, know, like yeah, yeah. you can really overthink that shit. Yes. Yep. So that's why you need a psychologist, really, because yeah. then you get to talk to them about it, and they're like, "Yep, do this." Or... That's why you need two fat old moles talking you to you them. about it. You really you. do. <laughs> <laughs> but that fear of abandonment, I think you really got to be conscious yeah, of that when you're dating. That's a big one because you can overread. Yep. Everything. Yeah, that's right. Everything. And it's, it's about you, not them. It's nothing. They don't even know what's going on. No, that's right. They, they don't. literally don't even know why you're upset. Yeah, that's and right. And you've decided they're cheating, <laughs> they're about to leave you, they never liked you, yep. da, 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 and it's all a big story. I was talking to my psychologist this week and I just mentioned something in passing that my ex used to do. And it's not a bad thing or a good thing, it's just something. Just a thing. And she said, that will be a thing for you Yes. in your relationships. Yes. You will be re- I was like, really? She's like, no, 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 I'm just telling you now, just park it, write it yeah. down. Yeah. But when you get in a new relationship, that is going to be a trigger. I do think with a thing like that, let's say someone, the most common one that people write in about is someone hasn't texted back. Mm. I reckon ring a friend that you know is stable. Yes. Not someone who likes drama (laughs) and just go, oh, so I've been dating someone and they took a day to text me back. What do you think? Yes. And hopefully they'll go, you don't know what's happened. Yeah, that's right. Hopefully they'll talk you down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off that ledge. Yes. That means all the things that you have no idea if it means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just get you back into yourself. Yeah. True. But for, it'll be different for everyone. Yep. And then the last one is pay attention to your automatic negative thoughts mm. that fuel your reactivity. Microjournal them in your phone's mm. notepad instead of acting on them. So, again, I reckon one of the most common ones that we hear mm. from our listeners is um, I'm too fat. Yeah, definitely. I'm too old. Don't I'm know not what to do good with at my sex. Pubes. I don't want to do my. Mm. Those things have nothing to do with the other person. No, nothing. Unless they've said to you. Yeah, in which case, don't be with fat them. You've got a hairy mouth. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think you'd notice. Yes. Then don't yep. be with them. Yeah, don't be with but them. But just I think all of us, maybe it would help to write them down. Yeah. You know. What oh, you... writing down is awesome. I have so many notes in my phone. I've got a journal beside my bed. I've got, yeah. I don't I'm, write I'm anything down. I'm the queen of writing things down. If you think of a teenage thing, I know this is a vulnerable question, mm. but mm. think of something mean that someone said to you as a teenager. Mm. Can you give me an example? Mm. I can. So I have big earlobes, right? What? I didn't. Yeah, I know. See? Nobody looks at your earlobes. No. And when I was about 14, this really hot guy walked past me and flicked my earlobe and said, ever seen the movie Dumbo? Oh, my God. Right? My ears don't stick out. Not that it matters if they do. But wow. I was so I, – I, I wore my hair down and the rule at school was hair up. So then I was trying to put my hair over oh, my ear. Wow. Like ridiculous bullshit, right? But wow. I was 14. Yeah. And now – I have like six piercings on one of those earlobes and I'm like, fuck, I love these earlobes. I can yeah. put and the when I went to the ear curator, which is <laughs> a piercing lady. Yeah, ear curation. <laughs> you can charge more if you call it that. Yeah. She was like, Oh, people would die for these lobes. Yeah. But yeah. I can clearly remember how it made me feel and yeah. I was conscious of them for I reckon up until about five years ago. Wow. And no one else has ever mentioned them. So let's say, even though you've reclaimed it, mm, mm. let's say, you know, you were in an intimate situation with someone, mm. could be the first time in mm. anybody, 30 years, mm. someone 
start to playing earlobe, with your earlobes, I would freak out. You might have a reaction, nothing to do with the other person. That's right. They're not going Dumbo. <laughs> no. They're not going. I've never even wrong. seen the movie. It's a reaction. Yeah, it is. For me, it's eyebrows. Right. Because I have a monobrow if I don't pluck. Right. Right. And I had, I remembered some, oh, yeah. a few people being mean to me. Yeah, of course. You know, now the bushy brow's back. Yeah, you're fine. But that, that would be mm. that. Mm. And there'll be other deeper things. Yeah. And I think she's just saying, be conscious about them of yet. what those triggers are. Yeah. Don't put that shit on someone else. No. You know? Yeah, own it. Yeah. Sit with it and realize you don't need it anymore. Yeah. So or, if you yeah. want more information about all that sort of mm. stuff, look up at Loving Me After We yeah, and cute. follow them and, the, yep. you know, they have some good advice. Mm. Dear, Dear Kelly. So Kelly, Kate and Nellie combined. Yep. Egg they're not aunt. dating, but um, <laughs> their names rhyme oh when they like this. Can we let that shit go? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Do you want to start us off? Yep. Dear Kelly. Great comment about making sure you don't diss the ex. Totally agree that you don't have the right to destroy that relationship. What about a situation where you haven't said anything but the kids start to say things? Oh, uh, yeah. E.g. how they make him feel about themselves, how he won't let them be themselves and how they don't feel they are ever good enough. I didn't figure it out for years, even as an adult, but they have worked it out as kids. They're 11 and 14. So while I'm heartbroken, I couldn't protect them from it, by mm. which she means mm. their dad. Mm. I'm so proud that they have reached that place and can articulate it to me. Mm. But how do I honour their truth and validate their self-worth without agreeing with them? I've taken the approach to tell them that we can only be responsible for what we do and think ourselves. And every person, even a parent, is not perfect and is still learning how to be in the world. Plus, I reassure them of their value as they are and find every opportunity to tell them about their good qualities and successes. I'd love some other suggestions for my toolbox if you have any. I've thought about this one a lot. Yeah, me too. I've thought about this one a lot because as we've discussed in previous episodes and we get lots of people writing in kind of going, I don't have a good relationship Mm, with my ex mm, or they're not a good parent mm, or they're doing things that are harmful. We have friends who's... The father's just walked out, left them, and the Absolutely. kids don't even get a FaceTime. So Absolutely. you can't say, oh, that's yeah. okay. No, yeah. you can't say, oh, he's doing his best. No. That's not good enough. No, he's not doing his best. I think the going back, and it wasn't, it was advice that was given to me. Um, it, yeah, I think the best advice in this respect is to rather than pile on, Mm. And go, oh yeah, daddy's a dickhead. I'm mm. not talking about my ex. I have to stress this. Very oh no, 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 no. He's no. a really involved dad, and he's great. Yeah. But to not kind of go, oh yeah, daddy's a dickhead because he didn't mm. show up for your birthday. Mm. But to go, how did that make you feel? Yeah. So when you're you've got 11 and 14 year old, if your 14 mm. year old says, dad won't let me be myself, mm. well, how does that feel, love? Mm. Mm. So you're not piling on, no. but you're also not denying. You're yep. going, Dad's doing a really good job. He's really trying. No, 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 and no, 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 and no, then no. you're invalidating them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they won't come to you anymore. What do you think? I also think it's really worth saying that we're all flawed, which I know she has. Yeah. Um, and I have said to my children about myself, not yeah. just my ex, I was brought up very differently. Yeah. And so I have issues that I don't even know that I have and Dad may have too. Mm. And so it mm. doesn't mean we don't love you or he doesn't love you or, you know, but there are things that we haven't learned to deal with in our in ourself yet. Mm. And I also think, like, I've got a friend whose ex loves their children, but he's obsessed with reading, this dad. Loves to read. So mm. he gets the kids over, sits down on the couch, pulls out a book. The kids do not want to read. They mm. want to do something. So mm. they feel like he doesn't love me. 
Yes. But he does love them. Yes. And he's doing what he feels comfortable and safe with yeah. while they're in his home. You know? Oh, fuck, I'd love to have a chat with that dad, though. <laughs> like, ser- but seriously, that really annoys me. I know. That really annoys It's like, I know. well, I really love, you know, going and eating ice cream. But yeah. if you don't like Shutting it. Shutting my bedroom door and sleeping. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. that, th- th- it's such a fine line in that sense because the adult should be taking some responsibility. I know. For how they are communicating their love. That's right. You know, but you, as the ex, you can't do that, or no, she can't, you can't do that, and you so can't she control it. She just said to them, "He does love you, a hundred percent. It's just different to how I love you, mm. and he is learning because I covered a lot of that." Yes, and that's the truth. A lot of yeah. us women, or the primary caregiver, don't want to be gender specific, have covered the other person. Yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. and I yeah. think it's okay to say that. Yep, and not diss them. Yes, know. that's mm. right. There's a difference between. Telling some truth and sticking the boot in. A hundred percent. You know, and yep. I think let's say, for example, the one we hear a lot, or, mm. you know, they didn't show up for my birthday. Mm. I think it's completely fair enough to go, that must have really hurt. Yeah. You know, I'm really sorry mm. they did. Like, don't mm. deny no. the pain. No, 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 no. That that would cause. And the one that stands out for me in this letter is um, the kids don't feel like they're good enough yeah, for their dad. Yeah, no. My first instinct is to say to them, well, you're good enough for me. Oh, that's what I wrote too. Yeah, you're 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 good enough. For you're me. good enough for me. Yeah, and if it makes you feel any better, all the research shows, all Just the research one. that having one adult, yep. not even a parent, no, no, one adult, having one adult in your life mm. that you feel you're good enough for mm. is a huge protective factor. Yeah, that's right. So if they know you yep. can't control dad, no, in this letter, yeah. but if they know mum loves me, mum loves me how I am, I'm good enough, I can mm. be myself. Mm then maybe on some level you're just going to have to let them be disappointed in dad. Yeah, that's right. Because our children are going to be disappointed in us too. Like oh, mine won't. On yours because you're <laughs> fucking perfect. <laughs> Absolutely they will. You Absolutely know? So they will. We'll let, and hopefully yeah. their dad will let them see yeah. that too. There's you know? different levels though. I do I think know. that's I know. very painful, very that idea painful. of I'll never be good enough. That's really – that's proper pain, especially Look, for an 11 and 14-year-old. And you need year old. a lot of therapy to deal with that, having yeah. been brought up in a very conservative Christian home where everything I did that wasn't godly was wrong. Yeah. I 100% get that. And I yeah. had parents who loved me and would have died for me, yeah. but I still felt like that. that so yeah. I get it. It's really tricky. And maybe to our writer, if you can afford it, mm-hmm. then I therapy. would absolutely have them both in therapy. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah but that stuff's hard. But oh, I think that as a basic, you want a real answer. My real answer would be yep. every time they say something like that, go, how do you feel? Yeah, how do you feel? That sounds hard. Yep. And, and that's validate how much going, you love them. Dad should have done this. Yeah, no, no. You, know? no, you can't do that. I mean, Even you though can. you want to. You do it Jesus. twice. I can send us a speak pipe. We'll listen. Yeah. <laughs> Hundred percent. Yep. All right. This one's it's ooh. a bit <laughs> You you can read this on your own. This is a combo. All right. Can I just say and I've already said it, but I'm gonna reiterate some of you sent some bloody long emails. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. This one is a combination of sticky date, swipe right, and X rated. Right? I'll have the full happy meal, thanks. The full happy meal upgraded. Yeah. Um, yep, there's yep. a whole range of things. So why don't you read the first few paragraphs yep. and then I'll read some. Okay. Hi, ladies. A bit about me. I'm a 32-year-old solo, not just single, mum of two boys aged four and six. My former partner and dad of my two boys and I separated almost three years ago. Long story short, he decided to move nine hours away and have zero time oh, fucking or hell. communication. See, this is what I'm talking about. That. You can't say to those boys, oh, dad's dad loves doing you his best. No, 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 you can't. That's not right. No, it's wrong. 
Professionally, I'm a family lawyer and I've been practicing in this area of law for over 10 years now. So I think I had an added level of experience and awareness of the practicalities that comes with relationship separation. You would have. Knowing that I've seen some of the worst and most acrimonious couples and co-parents as clients and dealt with the whole other complexities of the court system, in the end, he decided to have nothing to do with me Mm. or the kids anyway. I count myself lucky, which may sound odd but I've seen what some families go through in nasty and costly court proceedings, so I was glad to have avoided that. That doesn't mm. sound odd to me at all. No, I think it's Especially from her relief. point of view. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I had to email you to firstly say, love the podcast, and I've mm. recommended it to several friends of mine who are all single parents and also to some of my family law colleagues. Wow. Psychiatrists. Wow. Therapists. <laughs> family lawyers. Oh, my gosh. We'll come and speak at your conference. Yeah, we will. You both do such a great job of balancing the realness and the rawness of heartbreak and the reality of separation and dating after Mm. separation. But you both still make us realize that there is hope and the chance for some happiness and or hilarious moments along the way. Mm. I signed up to Tinder about a year and a half ago after I separated from my former long-term partner. At that time, my kids were one and a half and three and a half. Mm. Mama was tired, but Mama was also (laughs) horny. (laughs) I was hardly able to go out to the pub and bring anyone random home or go home with anyone either. So online dating seemed worth a try. Mm. I had a few dates with friends of friends, but no sparks. Mm. One of my best friends who was and is happily married, and I think she just wanted to live vicariously through me. Oh, my God. How many married friends are like, can I do your profile? Can I do? Yep, yep, yep. Yep. Was at me and at me to try the apps. One date I went on, the guy confessed over dinner that he told me a false surname because he recognised me in my name as he was a family law client (gasps) of my managing partners and he didn't want me looking up his file at work because he'd been a court for DV offences. Oh, domestic violence offences. Even though his wife was a quote-unquote fucking liar. The date ended there, dodged a bullet, methinks. About six months into my Tinder foray, I swiped right. Ben lived eight hours away, but he was literally in my town for a night on his way home from a work trip, which is why he showed up in my Tinder radius. Oh, this is your thing about being in different areas. We messaged back and forth for a week and the week after, and he was in my town for work again and met me for lunch. I thought lunch was safer than dinner because at least if things were a total bust, I could excuse myself and go back to work. Safe to say there there were sparks, big sparks, especially when we got talking about our kids and having more kids. I was 30 and he was 38. And he straight out told me he'd had a vasectomy. Yeah. As someone who is very much done having children, I recall to him saying, "I recall saying to him, this is one of the most attractive things about you. <laughs> <laughs> you should be on your Tinder profile." I reckon there's a lot of single mums who, if they saw vasectomy, yep. would yep, go, like, In. "Okay, yeah." <laughs> I'm not even looking at the picture. We went out for dinner the night after, and from there we saw each other once a fortnight Mm. when he was here for work for a few days. He didn't meet my kids until around eight months in, Mm. and we did this by going camping for a long weekend with his girls. Mm. So he's got four girls. Mm. What you both said the other day about wanting to be seen as just you and not Mm. mum for a while resonated with me as there was no hurry to meet each other's kids. It's been a bit over two years now and we're still very much together. Amazing. We see each other once a fortnight for three or four days at a time. We've gone on holidays, family trips, Christmas, etc. Neither of us are in a hurry to live with another adult Mm. again and we both have work and children responsibilities that require us to live in different towns. It may not work for everyone, but it absolutely works for us. Mm. Anyway, I've rambled enough. Congratulations (laughs) on producing such a great podcast. Can't wait to hear more episodes. See? How cool is that? That's a bit of that lap. Isn't yes, it? living apart together. Yeah. You know what's nice too, I reckon she's basically saying because he lives in another town, like mm. close enough that it's manageable. Yeah. You know, it's not like Spain and Canberra, <laughs> you know, but because he lives in another town, it's like a natural handbrake. Yes. 
where you can't become sort of merged too yes. quickly. Yes. You're like, I'm not mum and dad. And there'd be six kids involved in that. Yes. That would be bloody tricky. But they got to have adult time. Yeah, beautiful. For months. Yes. Without they, thinking about step parenting. Yeah, and, and they got to know each other as not mum and I dad. I love that. Me too. Like just being grown-ups, mm. being romantic, mm. sounds like having lots of sex. Sounds like, doesn't it? You know, just yeah. hanging out, doing adult and things. And maybe it's sort of fun to not see each other for a while. I reckon. Yeah. I love it. I would yeah. like an update. Yeah, thanks. Can we have an update in a six A regular months? update. <laughs> but isn't that lovely? And talk about what a mistake. That's why I put it in, um, in uh, what's what do we call Sticky it? Sticky date. date. To go on a date with someone. I'll change my surname because I've got an AVO against me and you're like... <laughs> Thank God he told her. Thank God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but I how have you thought more about that? Because I think you were yes. thinking, do you think it's for you or not? I think it might be for me. Yeah. I yeah. don't know if it would be like Long forever. Long term, but like in the um, short term while your kids are little-ish. Absolutely. Mm. I love the idea. Mm. I, I really am enjoying, the thing I probably enjoy the most about being single is having my own space. Yeah, yeah. I like, um, you know, I'm going to be frank. I like things doing my way. Yeah, doing yeah, things yeah. my way. Yeah, fair. You know, you earned it. I th- I feel like I've you earned have. It. Yeah, and I, you know, I have a, a a modest house, but a house that I love. Yeah, and I have it and the it way feels I like you want it, and it feels when like when you go me. there, I'm like, this feels like Nelly's yeah, house. Yeah, it feels yeah. like me. I feel yeah. really comfortable there. Yeah, the kids feel really comfortable. I mm. don't feel like introducing them to. A whole, a whole lifestyle. other lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but also for me, the thing that really resonates for me mm. with her letter, mm. I don't want to be mum all the time. No. I, I love the idea of seeing someone a couple of times a week. Yeah. And just being an adult. Yeah. And I yep. don't even just mean the sex stuff. I oh, mean, no, no. we're going to go to a show. Yeah. Or we're going to, yep. and it's, we're not going, can you pick them up from soccer? And then, do, <laughs> you know, I don't want that yet. <laughs> no. I don't know if I ever want it. No, but I don't I know definitely if I ever want, want that either. Yeah. 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 I don't want logistics. No. I want logistics are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Screw logistics. Yeah. Back, Back on, on the, the shelf. shelf. Who have you got for me? Who's on the shelf? Oh, I think you'll like this one. Yep. Matt LeBlanc. I do like this one. Yeah. yeah. So who's Matt LeBlanc in the ether? Uh, he's Joey from Friends. He's Joey Tribbiani. Yep. How you doing? How are you doing? Yeah, that's our Joey. He so was a player. Well, apparently. So I didn't player. know. I, when I when I did a deep dive mm. into Matt LeBlanc, mm-hmm. all I knew was that he was married. I knew he had a child with a disability. Through disability communities. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but I didn't really know much more. All I knew, which I say this with the greatest amount of love and affection, is that he got fat. He got fat. <laughs> you know, and I, saw, I love I love it. When we saw when the, the Friends, friends reunion, reunion, I was like, oh, I want to sit with you. you. You're the only one who looks like a normal person of your age. And he actually was so normal. Yeah, he was. The whole interview. He I was, was like, you're just, you don't give a fuck. Nah. No fucks He just given. looked like a dad. He really did just look like a dad. And I'm like, I'd have a beer with you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know? Definitely. That's who you choose from that interview. Hundred percent. Yep. Yep. Hundred mm. percent. So he was married to Melissa McKnight, two thousand and three to two thousand and six. Has one daughter um, who has a brain disorder. They mm. have a very amicable divorce and co-parent. Nice. He had long-term partner, two thousand and six to two thousand and fifteen, mm. Andrea Anders, and his most recent um, partner was Aurora Milligan, twenty sixteen to twenty twenty two. They remain friends, and I just have to. Point out the in. fact that she's twenty years younger. Yes, of course she and is. I thought he's fat, and he's still got the young hot girl. <laughs> I mean, all power to you, all but power to you. When we talk about 
age gaps and yeah. all of that and we're fine. We're not ageist people. You very rarely bit. see a middle-aged looking woman. Yeah. A little bit fat, yeah. stretch marks. Yeah, normal looking. Babies live yeah. saggy nipples yeah. with a hot 25-year-old buff guy. Or if you do, it's really remarked upon, a.k.a. Deborah Lee Furness. Yes, but she's still... She, I think she's, she's gorgeous, gorgeous, but how woman. much she, shit have they oh, got? so much. Everyone just assumes he must be gay because yes. he wouldn't be with her. Yeah. How revolting. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah, and they're yeah. only about 10 years difference, I think, maybe I 15. Yeah. Um, anyway, so in February 2022, a rep for Friends told um, Us Weekly, Matt and Aurora are not together but remain good friends. Mm. There was lots of rumours circulating about strip clubs Infidelity. How do you do that when you're famous? I don't know. I am Z-grade celebrity and I went somewhere the other day and someone messaged someone who rang me and said, I saw Kate at blah, blah. Yeah. Like, and I am not, you know, you know. Yeah. So how, if I went, if you're Matt LeBlanc at a strip club, yeah, people are going to talk. I, I mean, yeah. Unless there is in Hollywood, there must be a like a really kind of exclusive, silence and exclusive strip clubs where you There's can still go. bounces and stuff. Someone's going to get drunk Someone. and say Everyone's something. Everyone's got a phone. Everyone. Anyway, wow. sorry, but maybe he doesn't care. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe it's not true as well. Yeah. Like we're talking tabloids, and yeah. you and I both know that they are full of shit. Yeah. So you know, maybe it's not true, but that was what. Usually, where there's smoke, there's a little bit of fire. Usually, mm. not always, no, but not usually. Yeah. But interestingly, LeBlanc and McKnight, um, who is his first wife with a daughter, mm. may not have had a long-lasting marriage, but they figured out how to co-parent mm. successfully, which is a far cry from the drama that surrounded their divorce. And so the reason I put them That's in... That's a cool sentence, really, because yeah. that means you can go through a shitty divorce yes. and you can actually come back together and co-parent yes. okay. So they have had, whether true or not, mm. in public... They've publicly been torn down mm-hmm. with, you know, mm. someone's cheated, there's strip clubs, mm. there's mm. sex workers, involved, mm. whatever it is, mm. there's stuff that, you mm. know, is considered shameful. Mm. And they've managed to co-parent a kid who's got additional needs mm. um, together, mm. which obviously not everyone can co-parent well together. No. But we hear so much of the mum and dad at 50 paces and they yeah. hate each other. But yep. I just it's a good example yeah, that is. some and people do. I think I had a friend who went through a messy divorce a long time ago and then she said to me, it's not the first thing I think about when I see him. And we're talking oh, a long nice. time, like 10 yeah, years, yeah, yeah. and it was messy. Yeah. So yeah. I thought that's interesting. Yeah. She said it used to be like almost this visceral reaction like yeah. you wanted to vomit. Yeah. And now she's just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, so it does hopefully fade for those of you who are in the new part. I'm not talking yeah. about abuse or anything, no. but just a messy, yucky divorce. Well, and time absolutely changes things. It does. It doesn't yeah. heal, but it can change. Yeah. Mm. So Joey. Joey. W-T-A-F. W-T-A-F. What the actual fuck dating actual terminology. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Now, I reckon you've probably seen this I haven't. on TikTok. No. You haven't? No. So I glanced at, at the show notes and then I'm like, no, 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 I'm Don't not looking. Don't look at it. No. All right. So there's a new phenomenon oh, God. <laughs> called vabbing. Vabbing. So what is vabbing? Well, I'm, I my first thought is, well, it, is it related to vaping? Like, is it about breathing on someone or <laughs> inhaling something? Or you know, because vaping's all the all the go. Um, mm. And then I was like, is it about? I mean, I don't want to say this, but like breathing in someone's vagina. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just had to say it. 
because that's like the v, v of the vabbing. And then I thought, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Look, this is obscure, but for, for Sopranos fans, there was an episode where Arthur Bucco, who's this chef, wanted to start a new restaurant and call it um, something else. Yeah. And his current restaurant was called Vesuvio. And okay. he was trying to justify to his wife changing from the family name. He's like, Vesuvio starts with V. Everyone thinks of vagina. <laughs> See? <laughs> and he's right because you heard vabbing and just went V the, for vag. V for vag, yeah. So apparently mm. this – I'm going to quote this because this blows my mind. <laughs> well, this if it was, blows your mind, what hope God. is there for me? This was, in the, it was from an ABC story. But it's all over TikTok. Mm. Basically, you wear your vaginal fluids – No, you don't. – as perfume. <laughs> What do you, you mean? Put your fingers inside yourself, no, dab you your don't. juice on your wrist, no. wrist, neck, behind the ears, wherever you'd normally put perfume. People talking about it on TikTok reckon the pheromones from your pussoir will help you attract partners and they swear by it. No. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> My sweet lord, imagine like going to give your uncle a kiss or something. Oh, Jesus. And he was like, you smell, oh, I can't, oh my what? God. No, no, people aren't doing. They are. They are. Chanel number five, people. They <laughs> are. That's what I wear. They're doing. Look, the adult part of me goes, there's definitely something to pheromones. Oh, 100% there's something to pheromones. There's, there's definitely yes, something yes, to how yes. someone smells. I remember a friend of mine, mm. I tried to set her up with this guy and she goes, no, it doesn't smell right. Yeah. Oh, you no, know, like, there definitely is to... definitely. But the idea that you'd like <laughs> Chanel number five. Can you imagine five-ing? though, like, you know, because I'll often just run into the bathroom to get some perfume. Hang on, oh. hang on, hang on. <laughs> you know who I blame? Mum's not ready. Gwyneth and that fucking candle. It's Gwyneth. It's That's the, what it's, it's about. It's, it's the candle. My God. I don't even want to comment. Are you? <laughs> I feel like I feel I'm either going to be prudish. Yeah, are we too old? Maybe we're too old and Maybe we've just, prudish. Yeah, let us know. If you've vabbed and it's been you've now with the person of your dreams, just, let us know because I am too far. I'm shook. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing that it. That and hot air ballooning no. are not on my agenda. I've got a friend and she said to me, repeat after me, I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> Because you have to learn. She goes, you don't have to, you don't have to say no. You have yes. to say, I don't, I don't want, want to. to. I don't want to do that. No, I no. don't want to do that. If it takes that. I'll be single. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm good, babe. That. I'm good. Right. I like. I quite like the smell of chlorine after someone's been for a swim. So <laughs> I like Domestos. This is not for me. My youngest daughter wears Brute. Yes. And the smell of that, it must be something to do with teenage years. Yeah. Or I walk past her room and I'm yeah. like, whoof. Yeah, I know. Because the twins started wearing links, I said, "No, nah, mate, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I've got a lot of links baggage. Yeah, growing up yeah. with brothers got some and pheromonal yep. baggage. So I went. Yeah. Let's do something nice. <laughs> Look, if you're into vabbing, please, by all, all means, tell us that you. we're wrong. We're not, we're not judging you. We a little bit. I kind of. But, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, let's get out of here. Let's Rate get out of here. Rate and review. Thank you to everybody who's joined our beautiful subscribers. Yes. There's a lot of you and we love you. We really appreciate it. And we've had lots of positive feedback about we the have. first bonus episode yeah. with Catherine Marnie. And I really enjoyed recording it. I did too. And can we both, I'm sure, apologise profusely because many times we referred to her as Catherine Mahoney. Yeah. And that is wrong. That's right. <laughs> her name is it's Catherine wrong. Marnie. Yes. Um, we got that wrong. Mm. Uh, we take it back. Mm. But yeah, go and buy her book. Go and um, buy it. And hopefully you listen to the episode yeah, and enjoy it. Yeah. She now wants to be our best friend, which is fair oh, enough. She's like, let's I'm catch up for coffee. Or, yeah. yeah. So, Come to see you in Sydney. Yeah, yeah. Girl so, gang. Awesome. All, All right. right. See ya. Bye.
We would like to thank our producer, Joshua Jones, who has to listen to all this and then edit it. Well, and also you're his mum. I'm his mum. I borned him out of my vagina. Oh, my God. Oh, he has to hear vagina. Vagina, yeah. Thank you, Josh. Appreciate it. We'd also like to acknowledge the wonderful Casey Bonetto, Mm. who not only wrote our jingle, which is fantastic, played it. It's did incredible. Everything. We are so grateful to Casey Bonetto and for our artwork. Kat McInnes. Kat McInnes. It's the most stunning artwork ever. Oh. She has also done all of Nellie's books, if you've ever yep. read them. She's an incredible illustrator who actually lives quite near to me. She's the best. Yep, she is the best. Check out the rest. Yep. And, of course, last but not least, the wonderful Faye Younger, who basically just holds our shit together. Yeah, she does. Yeah. 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 Producer credit. Thank yep. you very much, yep. Faye. Yep. And if you love our Insta, it's all down to her. Thanks, Faye. Bye. Recently single, back on the shelves. They're both loving themselves. Nellie and Kate, gonna navigate the single life of us. Emancipated, exhilarated, free and adventurous.